Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Somebody in the crowd screaming, hit him! I'm like, shh, just give me, just give me a moment. I got this. I got to find the opening. So, you're welcome. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. <laughs> Matt and I are both cranky today. I'm a specific, I'm, and I'll take, I'm particularly cranky. I flew on a red eye last night from LA. Yeah. And I haven't slept. Um, I don't sleep well. I, I just, I don't sleep on flights. Yeah. I was like a fucking. The fuck. Like, well, this is a great show, Jimmy, yeah. today, because the upside was some static. And uh, this I, is great, though. I like it's, a lot it, of fuck ups. It's going to be a long one. Uh, I came in on, no, but again, that's my fault. That I don't sleep. It's no one's fault but mine. I just can't. So sleep. why, 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 and why, Jimmy? I have to ask you a question. Sure. Why, if you got here in a red eye, why would the heck would you get here early? Well, I did radio this morning. Yeah. And I had an after show meeting. Okay. But I came in early because they said we're starting early today. Oh, oh um, I thought the meeting you came. Oh, you you missed the meeting. I, I started it and then left it early to come oh, here. Oh, no. Uh, we have uh, uh, Devontae Smith calling in. Yes. We asked to move him forward uh, because we have Anthony Pettis as soon as we start. And then we had Devontae Smith and we yeah. tried to move him down. Yeah. And then right before the show, they call and go, oh, yeah, Pettis going to be an hour later. An hour later? Yeah. Yeah, I'm coming from Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's, so that's why me and Jimmy are a little, because I missed my workout because, uh, it's, listen. If I, I'm, I'll come I'm in big, early to talk to man, someone. I'm happy to I'm, do it. Dude. But if I come in early to talk I to someone. Duke Rufus. You know, that's his trainer, you know. Yeah. And uh, the Pettis brother's always been polite, and I, I want to sure. talk to them. The guy was on, he was on a Wheaties box, you know. Yes, he was. Yeah. And uh, and and he and he just beat uh, Wonder Boy. Yeah, and, uh, he's flying high. He's got the big fight with Nate Diaz coming up. This Co-main weekend. event, yeah. Co-main event. I'm like, that fight. I mean, just sells itself. It's so freaking exciting. But Diaz hasn't fought since 2016. I I, I would I wish we could talk to Nate because I'm curious. He had been holding out for Connor. I want to know what I mean. Pettis is a huge fight, but I wanted to know what made the decision for him to go Pettis. Maybe Pettis has insight into that. I don't know if you see me walking lately, but I was supposed to get my knee scoped. Why didn't you? In the well, I was going to do it the, the first week of uh, September. September, Jimmy. But now I'm going away, and uh, I, I'm walking very. Does it hurt or is it just awkward? It, it hurts. I won't be. On, I hate saying it hurts because that sounds very really bitchy. Like when I'm. That's why I'm walking because it's it's a little painful, you know. Yeah. So I walk a little like weird. You know, I can get, I can, you know, get a little struck going where it could look cool. Sure. But that's for a block. Yeah. And then I got to sit down. It's really ridiculous. It hurts. I could roll for a fucking hour right now, Jimmy. 
You know, Hensel doesn't was, it bother Hensel, you? I I laughed at that joke Hensel used to say, and and uh, now I'm living it, man. He used to be like, ah, the doctor said if I keep uh, training jujitsu, I can't walk. But why would I? Could I? Why should I be able to walk when I could roll or some shit like that? It was I didn't do it right. I didn't do it justice, Jimmy. Who needs to walk? Jimmy, when you I didn't roll? do it. Something like that. Oh, this thing's not working now. This is what I think of this fucking sound machine. Fucking okay, now it's working. Jimmy, this is one of those rare gem of a shows that's gonna be so bad it's gonna be fucking I, good. Because I, I could feel it before I start. Like <laughs> I'm in a foul mood, but I haven't slept. And I know that's my fault. Yeah. I try to. I, I hate myself so much. I'm on a plane. Yeah. Uh, can't and I, sleep on the plane, dude. I take Dramamine, and I literally felt like I did a line of coke. I'm wired. Dram- I can't Dramamine. get comfortable. That, that's 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 very odd, Jimmy. Because Dramamine is the opposite. It makes you it tired. Sh- it should make you tired. Yeah. Before I went on the. Uh, that fucking boat ride with um, when I did the the, the shark thing with uh, Dana and Dean on the looking for a fight, that's on YouTube. Dana White looking yes. for a fight. Yes. Uh, I took. I get. I get. You know, my belly gets upset. I understand. So uh, I get motion sickness sometimes. Yeah. Not in my virtual reality, but on boats. But some people do have that. With yes, I, I have. Oh, it's so much fun. Queasy. We're, we're gonna talk about that later. I had such a fun game before, but um. Oh, my point was, I had a combination of uh, five-hour energy and a Dramamine. So you think how that would? I was I was upbeat and I was not yeah. I was not wheezy. Well, did you take not the, a great story, Jimmy? No, it's a good but story. But it fits the show itch. today. I wonder what the fuck's in there that makes my body itch. I got to get another MRI on my fucking knee. Back to my knee. I, hey guys, we have a lot of MMA action to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> All right. But right now, back to my knee. Um, I hate going. I got to go do another MRI on this knee because I did it on my other one. And uh, I hate sitting in that fucking machine, even though half my body's out of it. Yeah. And you got the headphones on, there's music and whatnot. But you ever do MRI? I think I did one once. Yeah, well, you got to stay chest. in there for like 20 minutes, right? And they got headphones on, but if you move at all. They have to start over. Well, oh, they get annoyed too. They're like, oh, oh, sir, stop moving. So once they say to stop moving, I got to itch my balls, I got to itch my head, I got to itch. Everything's itchy. Yeah. And I'm just like, I got it. And then every time I move, the guy, could you please? And I, and, and I get a little, I still get annoyed. I'm not, it's not his fault. You know, but I'm, I feel like saying, dude, I'm not really moving the yeah. nuts, but I got an itch. You want to come over and itch my balls? All right, let's. So we have Anthony Pettis calling in. We, we hope. And Devontae Smith. Devontae uh, Smith, there's some controversy going on over there. What's going on? Now, the guy, uh, who was he supposed to fight? The Canadian. And the Canadian said some stuff on Twitter. Yeah, and I it think was taking, it was uh, John McDessie. And uh, I don't know. John McDessie said that? No. Yeah, he called him. Yes. Um, his, his name is Mr. King. His name is King Cage. And McDessie called him Mr. King Monkey. But, you know, sometimes guys say things, and there's obviously people are saying it's racial, but he's saying that he's, he's, uh, he's Canadian and they, don't, they, they look at things differently in Canada and that's not one of those things you grow up thinking is a racial term. And uh, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt on that. It's like, why would you say something overtly racist mm. for no reason? I mean, this is the thing. And if plus, you, King if he was, Kong, if he was you know, from around here, he should have. It's one of those things where it's kind of like. Yeah, you kind of understand. Sense, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, dude, what are you doing? But. If it's somebody from, I don't know. I'm not from Canada. You know what I mean? I don't know. You know, I don't know the guy personally. I like the way he fights, though. I do too. But that has nothing to do with Twitter. I'm off fucking. I've been off Twitter forever. I have no idea what goes on in the Twitterverse. You know, and what goes on in the Spider Multiverse. I'm a fucking nerd. <laughs> They're making a sequel. I heard. Oh, good. I hope it's oh. another origin story. I can't get enough of those. <gasps> you know what the worst origin story movie was? Origins with the Wolverine. Oh, is that bad? Oh my. God, that was bad. Fuck, man, they fucked. That was the worst ever. I like seeing him get bit. Peter get bit by the spider. Oh, that's how it happened, Jimmy. You we know. 
We fucking know. What? What? It's endless. It's so much fun, though. The origin stories. What do you have against fun? I don't. I like fun. We no. we define fun differently. But you don't like comic book movies. Is that because uh, you're an adult? No, some of them are good. I just I'm <gasps> sick of the origins. They kept they kept redoing them. Yeah, and I got bored. Spider Man. You're talking yeah, stop about. with the origin. We know he got yeah. bit by a fucking spider. Move forward. The latest one was heard fun. you. Far, far, far from home was fun. It's a cartoon, right? No, no. Oh, that cartoon was great. Yeah, I heard it was great. It was really great. You know, but um, back to my Nate. Now I'm only kidding. <laughs> Let's talk about fucking what do we got? Devontae Smith. So, hey man, was he upset about? Did he start going back at him and saying, "Hey man, don't"? I don't, I don't know the twin. I don't, I don't know, know the know. fucking exchange. We'll man. ask him when he calls. Uh, he's three and zero in the UFC. He's on a six-fight win streak, and uh, it's all you know. First-round TKOs. I mean, I mean, guys, he's doing very well. He he's got to. Um, I heard he says beef used to be his, this guy's buddy. He's fighting. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, comma worthy. I, I don't know how well they know each other. Are they, now are they gym friends? Or are they legitimate friends? Like are they just friends because they worked out occasionally together? Or are they guys that hung? That's I don't know. True. That's true, Jimmy. I don't know uh, much about Devontae Smith. So where you from? Well, all that stuff. I don't know anything. Well, you know what's nice. We can ask a lot him. of people might not know, you know, and uh, a lot of people will know after this, Jimmy. People always want to sound like they're experts. And yeah. uh, I, oh, experts, no, I'm no so. expert, Jimmy. Dude, my life is filled with arm locks and positivity, Jimmy. Yeah. You know, the, the, see, this espresso thing is half full, but it's literally half full. So that's another great analogy. But even if it was like a sip left to me, Jimmy. I already bored with my espresso talk. <laughs> I was watching Embedded before. My knee feels good. Oh, yeah. I've been watching that whole thing. And they were showing Cormier uh, doing hitting the pads and, and going to the uh, the pool. But the uh, the uh, exercise Stipe was doing, which was, uh, he was singing Eye of the Tiger. And I'm going to say for the record, I don't care for Stipe's singing voice. How dare you? I love Stipe. I don't care for All his right. singing voice. All right, now listen, Jimmy. Having, Not a good singer. I'm going to ask you something. Sure. You, you, I heard what you said just now about mm-hmm. Stipe. Obviously. You're right, yeah. next, you're right, you're right next to me. Um, if you had to choose, now don't answer right away because you're going to go with your gut reflex. Sure. If you had to listen to somebody sing, whether uh, for like um, for like an hour straight or something, myself or Stipe, who would you who would you be better off listening to? Think about Jimmy. I want you to. I'll th- tell you why. I want you to think about it when you're ready. We're building up to it. Worst drum roll ever. I'll take Stipe. Because he sang quickly. And you sing very loud. And you, The more you sing, he kind of gave up as he should have. He knew. See? But what happens is you get you get built up and keep going. Like When you start singing, it gets good to you. What if a tear started rolling down my face right now? Would I'd, you be, feel I'd bad? be so grateful. Would you feel bad right no. now? If be I a got great upset, story. We have it on film. If I got upset right now and I started crying, I'm, I'm a fucking alpha. If I start, the only thing that makes me sad is my kids. It's right. I mean, and your love sad. for your kids, yeah. But you're hurting my feelings, Jimmy. If I said that, Stipe, I, I, I love got you. I a lot but of feelings, Jimmy, and you heard just about. If every I can one make Matt Sarah cry, talk about Stipe singing, how no, Stipe singing no, moves me. No, no. First of all, you didn't like his singing, so don't because well, it moved me too much. The but you're Eye ba- of the Tiger. Oh, it was abominable. First of, all, my, my, first of all, my ears hurt. What does it sound like when I start singing? Is it it's, loud it's, like that? Yes. Oh, my God. And you is it loud it, like that? Is it, <laughs> is it loud? Is it bad in your ears? Like, is it, is it like... It's is like it being annoying? in a tin room Don't and a gunshot around. goes off. No. Yeah. It's not fun, Jimmy? 
Stipe was doing some exercise on a bike where he was, I don't know what he was doing. Like, it was almost like a Versa climber and a bike combined. He was pushing forward. I saw oh. that. I hate that keeping your heart rate above whatever. That's what I love about you. How long would he do something like that for? Oh, you could do that. You could do that. The, 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 I don't know. Uh, the course of the fight. 10 I know, seconds? Well, I know I used to do that like 30 seconds slow, 30 seconds fast, a minute fast, minute. Not not even slow. For you gotta, how long? You got to keep it. Sure. I would do it the 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 um the length of the fight. I know that I did that for my three fives. I'm trying to think if I did that for my 25 minute fights. For on the Versa climber and shit, I would do that. I hated it. Wait, the Versa climber you'd stay on for 15 minutes? Oh, 100 percent. Oh, 100. Fuck that. I don't know, Jimmy. Maybe. Maybe that's why I'm not walking right. Versa climber, maybe. I don't know, Jimmy. I got arthritis. It bothers the fuck out of me. And I and I look so good lately. You do. You look very slim. A lot slimmer than I look. Jimmy. I'm like a fucking... It's like Matt and the Marshmallow. That's what our show should be called. I got milked into a bucket this weekend. Matt and the... What? I knelt in some some hay and somebody milked my titties into a bucket. Jimmy. Like a cow. What's, what are you saying? Fucking udders. Jimmy, fuck. I can't stop eating. Stop. Disgusting. Stop it. It's fucking... You make him paint in a picture, man. And it ain't pretty. No, you know, Jimmy. I know. I know. I. You know what's funny, Jimmy? I feel more comfortable with my shirt off now than I did in my thirties. Yeah. Is that weird? No. no. I'm, now I'm gonna really bore people. Well, I've been laying you. off the gluten. With the, the, I don't know if I mentioned this before. You've mentioned Once it twice, but it, it really gets the uh, it really gets, gets the, the ratings uh, up? gets the numbers up. All right, listen, let's forget. Let's not talk about that then. I need this fucking gig. That's why I came in early to talk to a guy that's late. Yeah, that kid that, that, that they left us hanging. I'm not attacking him. I mean, it's not his fault the plane's late. You know? Can we get Devontae uh, Smith? Let's get him. I yeah, we'll try to get him. I want to hear what's up with him, man. Yeah. And how does he feel about fighting? How close is he? That's what I want to know. Uh, with a comma worthy. I don't know. You know? We'll find out. But with this, some great fights. We have to do our picks, too. Um, you have a fight I'm really looking forward to? I'm very modest. If I was comma, my man my <laughs> What? No, forget it. Go ahead. Uh, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very modest. <laughs> if I was comma, my nickname would be, you know, I'm not, you know. <laughs> comma, comma, I'm, I'm not worthy. No, I'm. <laughs> no, um, oh, I see. Yes! Listen, it's worthy. Did you like it? Did it fucking knock you over, Jimmy? Look at my ears now. I'm crying over the. Is that a good joke? It's something there. Is there something there? If that's like that, look, you and Joe Rogan, sometimes you have a little joke that you have to, oh, it's like a coal and you have to iron it out to a diamond. Sure. Is there something there that Sometimes I can be it's like, shit and there's no diamond in it. Sometimes it's shit and there's comma, no I'm not, pitch a Bruce Buffer. Okay. Because then, and, and I'm comma worthy right now. Okay. Okay. Uh, and you're Bruce Buffer. Sure. And now introduce me with, in, with that whole thing that I just said. Do it. You're not going to do what I would do as Commonwealth. Fighting out of the blue corner. Uh, this man is a mixed martial artist. He's not going to be wiping tears. I'm just doing that because I'm, I'm crying. Uh, right, no, it. he's not. Weighing in at 170.5 pounds. Comma, I'm not worthy. And Matt's waving. Uh, oh, I don't run radio. Silently I'm into like a microphone. <laughs> Matt's all of a sudden a 1920s no, no, no. I'm black and white film. I'm not worthy. I'm trying to let them know I'm. No, no, no. I'm. I'm... No, no, don't, don't, don't. Look, sit down. Relax. It's. He's modest, is what I'm. Jimmy. Makes sense. Uh, are we going to talk about these fights or what? Uh, we what? are. We should. Uh, I'll tell you the fight I'm really looking forward to. Obviously, Stipe 
and, and Cormier, and of course Nate oh, and uh, Pettis. But Yoel Romero against Paulo Costa. Oh, wow. Paulo Costa has not fought in a while. His last fight was that fight against Uriah Hall in July of 2018, and he beat Johnny Hendricks before that. Um, Yoel Romero is coming off a split decision loss June of 2018. So neither one of these guys has fought in a little over a year. Uh, split decision loss to Robert Whitaker, uh, which I think was uh, that's a wild. Yeah, fight. that was that was a heartbreaking loss for Romero. I don't. I remember the fight. I don't remember thinking. I thinking. I remember thinking that Yoel might have gotten that. This is uh, yo Paulo Costa, twelve and zero. He's twelve and 0, 28 years old, dude. Oh my God, Romero's forty two years old. But oh good, we got uh, Devonte Smith. Devonte. <laughs> I like it. See, we're they're still new, and they still get a little nervous with that. No, I don't really have him yet. I just I got yeah. him. We have uh, Devonte Smith. Hey Devonte, how you doing? What's up, bro? How you doing? Good, buddy. Uh, thanks for calling in. You're, um, we wanted to obviously talk. Where are you from? I don't know a, a lot about you, so I wanted to know where you're from. And I probably could have done research, but I'm very lazy. No, Where'd you grow up? The world wants to know. Oh, uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, street, uh, city called uh, St. Clair. Oh, okay. I was actually just in Columbus uh, last week. I like that part of the country. Uh, did you grow up Did you grow up fighting, or what were you doing when you were young? Were you playing sports? Uh, no, not necessarily. I, I really, I yeah, just grew up fighting. <laughs> just trying to fight in school. I didn't really uh, get into any sports until, like, high school. Uh, I wrestled all four years. You said you grew up fighting, just some street fights? Yeah, street fights, fighting the school, uh, you know, the occasional with cousins. You know, but that's just what family do, you know, when you're younger, uh, with cousins. But I guess all my life I had to fight. Now, when did you start... Now, did you just realize you were good at it, or did you say... Or did, did you, you lose one that made you want to train? Yeah, exactly. Um, I used to always get in fights with people bigger than me. Uh, so my mom, she got tired of that and she wanted me to like, at least know how to like actually defend myself. So she put me in boxing, but I guess she told me I didn't really take it serious because I had to do push-ups, didn't like to do that. I had to do jumping jacks, didn't like to do that. I had to do jump ropes, didn't like to do that. I actually remember my first sparring match, I did the windmill. You know, but I still won. You know, <laughs> so that's all that matters. So you but, don't like uh, the cardio? Is that it? Is the cardio your least favorite thing when you're training? You know, as I got older, uh, I mean, still yeah, but I can I can go for a long time. You know, because I know I have you know I have to now. But at at a younger age, nah, you know, I I like how how it made your lungs feel, it made you feel like it was burning. <laughs> yeah, well, you see me. I think your last three fights are first round TKOs. How good of a feeling is that when you know that you're not going to gas out in a fight because you've put to somebody away, you know, a minute into the fight? Uh, good because the back of my mind, I'm getting a third check. So, <laughs> you know, get in, get out, go home. Now, how close are you? I know you went through a couple of guys and now you have Kama Worthy here as your opponent. Now, I heard you guys work together before. Is that true? Yes, sir. Uh, how, for, uh, when yeah. I didn't have a gym, he was the gym I went to. Did you work? To, are you friends or are you just gym friends? Yeah, no, training? we're actually like, like cool, cool. That's my dude. Hey, cool. Now, is it harder to fight? I and mean, this is obviously a last minute fight because was it, uh, how many guys dropped out? I, mean, I know this is the third option. Was it Mac Desi was the last one that dropped out? Yeah, I had John Medesi, uh Clay Collar, and then I got Kama uh, Worthy. So when when you finally got a fight, you didn't really care who it was, whether you knew him or not, because you just wanted the fight. Yeah, no, um, it, it sucked at first knowing that I had to fight a uh, fellow friend, fellow teammate. Uh, but I 
mean, it is what it is. He signed a contract, so that means he feels he can beat me. So, you know, I take just as much disrespect from that, just as uh, much as I'll take it from somebody I didn't know. Uh, and have you spoken to him since then? Like, since you guys signed the contract? Uh, yeah, he, uh, I him yesterday. He still was up, like, you know, it was weird. It was weird, because, like, you, had, you still felt the love, you know? You know, it was a quick one-two, you know, what's up? And he went about his day, and I went about my how did you feel your first time in the uh, the UFC? It was a it was only a short year ago. I mean, how would your nerves feel? Um, like how they feel now. It's, it's just <laughs> another day. Just another day. Cool as a cucumber. How does it feel yeah, walk, walking to that cage? The biggest thing I noticed when I got to the, the UFC was the different in like the production. It's not that I was nervous. To, it's a fight the same, but it's everybody around. You get the nerves of people like, all right, you're walking in five, and there's always yelling, and there's a camera in your face. Did that shit make a difference at all with you? Um, I mean, you always get those, you know, nerves, you know, when they say five minutes. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm more so just excited, you know. And usually, well, yeah, when I walk out and I see the crowd and I, and I hear the, the cheering and all that stuff, I get goosebumps, you know, because this is the stuff that I remember. This is what I wanted to hear, you know, since I was 14. This is the stuff that I used to just imagine in my head. Um you know, I used to be in auto tech, and instead of doing schoolwork, I was on the uh, highlights on uh, YouTube, looking up Quentin Rampage, looking up GSP, <laughs> and just listen, looking at the uh, motivation, and, and you know, and all the crowd cheering, and you know, just just imagine them, uh, you know, them calling my name, and uh, just the, when you hit somebody really hard, how the crowd say, ah. So when I when I see everybody, I get excited. Like, all that, all the nerves and all that goes away because it's, it's time to show. It's time to get this one. It's time to get this win. It's time to get this money. And it's time to go home. It's funny how, guy, I love Mike Perry so much. I, I don't know if you <laughs> saw, the, saw the fight he had um, but with, uh, with Luke A, but give, giving the finger to the fans over the shoulders when they boo. Uh, you know, because, I mean, they're fighting this, 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 this war, and they have a minute right. where they're just up against the cage and people start booing. Have you, have you run into that at all where the fans get impatient? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my last fight, uh, I heard people going, and I actually heard somebody saying, fucking it home. And I was like, all right, man, just just wait. Like, I got to find my opening. Uh, but, you know, they not in there fighting I.O., so, you know, I'm just, you know, they just doing what they do. You know, I've even been in the crowd <clears throat> at the UFC fights, and the things fans say is it is actually funny because they just say the most random Stuff. You know, some people like scream like, "Come on, guys, it's friends, stop fighting!" And just say the most random stuff. <laughs> the, best, the best route to take is just ignore them. Now, if it's not, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like you're, you're knocking the last three fights, you're putting these guys away in the first round, knocking them out. How much are we working off our back? Are we working a lot of jujitsu? Are we working some different oh, areas? I, I, I work on that. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I work on everything, everything, everything. It's just they can't get past the first defense, so that's not my problem. That's a, hey, listen, hey, li- hey, listen, I'm telling you, I'm not telling you to jump guard. You're doing it awesome. I'm saying, what if you're out there, you slip, and a guy ends up on your back? Are you working a lot of, like, worse positions and whatnot? Oh, yeah. Oh, bro, I'm, I'm out here. I'm 10 toes. I'm good. Oh, I ain't got no worries in the world. Man, he's... 
I'll tell you, Jimmy. He's he, he sounds like a guy that knocked out three guys. You in a row. sound like you you really enjoy. There's some guys that just enjoy fighting, and you yeah. sound like you enjoy fighting. Yeah, I do. Um, I just yeah, I just I, I just like I like the uh, I like the position that I'm in, and, and I like the opportunity that I have, and I, I like where it's taking me. You know, and um, I'm not always just working on what I'm good at. I'm also working on stuff that I'm not good at, and you know, developing those skills. So. The, my confidence is real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's not a put on it. It's the way you really feel. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you also, uh, you and Mike Desi went back and forth on social media a little bit, and he said something which uh, I, I'm I wasn't sure what your take on it was, uh, where he said something. Uh, he took your name and he, he instead of King Cage, he said King Monkey, and people thought that was very racial and kind of shitty. Uh, and he said, "Look, I didn't mean it that way because in Canada we don't have that." Did you t- did you did you kind of accept that explanation? Um, I don't really want to talk about that, you know. In a sense, you know, he said what he said. You know, I just can't wait to uh, get that opportunity to fight him. You know, get that win because he still owe me three checks, and uh, we go go from there. When 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 someone talks shit or whatever it is, does that motivate you a little bit more? Does it get in your head? Um, no, I just find it funny because I got jokes. Especially online. Oh my gosh, I have so. Oh my gosh, I got number jokes, and uh, I just I just find it funny, you know, because usually people don't challenge me, you know, in the sense of like you know, talking back and forth because you know they look at my highlights or they just look at my fights and they see how people die, you know. So you know, for, for people to actually like come at me, I find it funny, and, you know, and it just gives me more excited to you know show you what I'm talking about, if it, Jimmy. I think it's hard to get underneath his skin. It seems that way. Like, yeah, and I and I think the way you would, uh, some guys are really good at it, and some guys are kind of impenetrable. And you seem like one of those guys that your confidence uh, and your faith in yourself is kind of your way of talking shit, just by being confident. Yeah, you know, I mean, it is. What it is. I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't tripping, man. I understand it's a business. At the end of the day, it's entertainment. So you know, are you not entertained? <laughs> Well, I'm entertained, Jimmy. Yeah, um, and you're fighting a guy that I know that you like and a guy that likes you, and uh, I'm always interested when I see guys fight who I know like you. Is there anybody you wouldn't fight? Like, uh, Cormier has always said he won't fight Kane. Is there anybody you wouldn't fight? Uh, no, truthfully, because these, like, I mean, I don't really have, I'm cool with everybody, but I don't really have that personal connection with anybody else in the UFC at 155. So it's not like, a, oh, I don't want to fight that guy. And, you know, if I do have to do that in the future, I mean, this is, you know, this is my test right here. And this is uh, a little bump in the road that I am going to get over. And once I get over this, I bet nobody he signed that contract, you know, because obviously if I do this to a friend, you can only imagine what I'm going to do to somebody that I don't know. Holy shit, Jimmy. And Stipe trains out in Ohio as well. Uh, have you been to where, have you guys uh, trained together at all or no? Oh, yeah, I trained down there a couple of times. I never, like, committed, like, being a part of that gym. But I just, I trained that uh, strong style, like the open mats, go down there for a couple of rounds. Now, you stay in Cleveland. Have you thought of leaving Cleveland, or do you, or do you just kind of love being close to home and where you grew up in family? I uh, love being close to home and close to family. You do. Uh, so is it hard for you to go away, or like you, you always want to come back at the end of the day? Uh, it was at first, you know, because it does suck every time I come home. My little brother, my baby brother, gets bigger. My niece gets bigger.
Digger, my nephew. I, I missed that special moment when he started to walk. You know, my uh, little sister be sending me videos. So that sucks. But, you know, um, but I'm going away to uh, better my life and to better theirs and to be, a you know, uh, inspiration and a motivation to my, not only to my close circle family, you know, but to my, my cousins, my aunties, my uncles, you know, so they can always say, your older cousin, you know, he went through the same stuff, you know, y'all going through or uh, went through, and look where he's at. Look what he's doing. So, you know, you have no excuse. So do you, you have know, a, I'm telling you all the time. Do you, you have, have no excuse. Do you have a big family, uh, which, which means a lot of people ask you for tickets when you fight? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you know, you know, I, you know, I do. I, <laughs> you, you know, I do. You know, I, I, got, I got people that be like, oh, what up, bro? Yeah. You know, hey, let me get a ticket. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, well, who you at? When the tickets was like $25. <laughs> nah, you got to pay that whole fee. Yeah, it is funny, right? The, like, not the immediate family, but the people that you don't see much or you don't interact with a lot. Those are the ones that come around and want the tickets to the biggest fights. You know, they'll want they'll want the ringside or, or, or cage side tickets to fucking Cormier Miocic. Right. I mean, but you know, it is what it is, man. People like being around winners. That's just how life is, and you know, you just take it how it is and keep moving forward. It's like you know, don't take a bitch to it. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I, I think Matt was going to say that's why I enjoy being around him. Why would you say I was going to say be, that? Because Avante said that uh, people like being around winners, so you were going to say I enjoy being around you. I was going to say that. I know. I'm glad you didn't. All that right. would have been really humiliating for the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, man, uh, you're a really exciting fighter. You're 10 yeah. and 1, and uh, and good luck uh, this this uh, this Saturday night in uh, Anaheim. Is that where you are now? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm here right now. Just chilling. All right, man. Devontae Smith, very a genuine dude, man. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy talking to you, buddy. Yeah, good luck, right. man. I'll make I sure I, I uh, watch you this Saturday, okay? You better. Right. I appreciate it, bro. All right, <laughs> good, man. Take care. Take care, bro. You too. Bye. All right, man. Listen, he's an exciting guy. Yeah. I, 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 he's a positive guy. Yes, he is. You know? No matter how much shit you were trying to throw at him to bring him down, he no, kept it positive. Well, I wanted to ask you. I mean, whenever there's a public public thing, you, gotta, you have to. You have to. Huh? What do you mean? I know they're not our sponsor, but give me that soda can for a second, right in the front of your thing. If you I'm know why? Ah. Because when I look at it, and I look at my soda can, it looks like me and you. Two soda cans. Look, 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 because you're a little soda berry can, and I'm a big stucky can. Oh, I see this one little mini can. Jimmy. And one and one um, thicker can. I'm using, I'm, I'm becoming a prop comic. <laughs> I'm the next, forget about Weird Al Yankovic, I want to be the next Carrot Top. Is that a good goal? It sure is. I could make a. Is that I could what? I could make some, put some shit together, and we so, should do our yes, picks. Yes, we should do our picks, Jimmy. Because uh, if if uh, we get uh, you didn't like my little soda can bit. I didn't. Mind is it. that considered a bit? No, I didn't mind it. It's considered shit, Jimmy. Not is what it's all. considered. Not at. I'm not a fuck, Jimmy. I'm not. I'm just a silly man. Forty five hobbling around playing my virtual reality. Who the fuck do I bother? I help people, Jimmy. Yes, you do. Who's teaching the kids' class on Saturday, Jimmy? Who are you? I hope. This cripple, this guy. Good. You know? Oh, right. By the way. Yes, Jimmy? Uh, Henry Cejudo called out. Do you, what do you think about that? Valentina. Oh, he's being I'm silly. Not, I don't want to see Valentina Shevchenko against fucking Cejudo. Well, first of all, he's, I think he's obviously he's just trying to be silly. Yeah, I know. I know. But I mean, yeah. it's. I'd rather see him. Now, Nunez. I love the way she dances, and I'm not being oh. married. I'm not being weird. Valentino knows how to oh, dance, yeah. man. You ever see the way she dances? And no. our, our buddy Caitlin, um, uh, blonde fighter, yes, she um, did a little thing like, let's do a dance off, and she's being all silly and doing some 
funny turn like turns and stuff. But then again, you don't find anything funny, Jimmy, because you're just a comedian. No, I do. I'm just really I tired. I know, Jimmy. Now, uh, Frankie, well, uh, you want to pause the show so I can give you a hug, or is it... no? No, we can do it in a minute. Wait, you want me to do it now? No, in a minute. No, Frankie Edgar's moving to bantamweight. <laughs> All right. Is he really? Yeah. And Cejudo said he wants him. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Of oh course. my goodness. Dude, oh, I love looks that. Really, really good. But I would be interested to see Frankie at that uh, at that weight, dude. I'm always in Frankie's corner, and I, I, I love Shahuto too, though. He every time I see him, he's nothing but a gentleman. Yeah. And dude, did he? Did he? Man, did he look awesome in his fight? In his last fight, well, he's been looking awesome lately against everyone. Everyone, everyone. It's yeah. amazing. But I'll tell you, the mind that dude has to to get that the the beating that first round to the legs, and he already had a leg injury and. And uh, and then the dude, what he did to Marlon Moraes was just really it's just crazy, motivational. It, I I think literally of all the fights I've seen, that was awesome. I can't think of a of a more one hundred percent adjustment. Santino in the corner, Santino DeFranco. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember the names. I can't think of a, He's a, good, a bigger guy. adjustment than he that. was good in that corner. Yes, he was. You and Zuhuda responded well. He obviously listens to his coaches. Yeah. Oh man, I mean that was just. Because that could be extremely disheartening. Like, if you look at Liz Komuch, and I like her, you know, I'm not yeah. attacking her, but she, if you look, I mean, she just had a look in her face between rounds of, and uh, and I'm not, I know how it is. It's rough. Like, she, she had a hard time dealing with what Valentina was doing. She couldn't get through. Get she was through. doing a lot of just kind of bobbing and fainting and not even just, just kind of moving, like moving the head in, like she was getting look, ready to faint and then backing up. You and, look at Chahuto's face, and nothing went right for him that first round. With yeah. Marley, he took a beating that first round. It looked like, oh man, eventually, this he's, how much could you take? And then to come out and get in his face, get right in that punching range, yeah. and just, oh man, that was just amazing to watch. It was so cool. I now, want to watch it again now. Now, Cormier has said that uh, after he fights Stipe, if he wins, he decides if he's going to fight John Jones. And uh, Jones is saying he guarantees you there's not going to be a third fight. But again, that could just be reverse psychology on Stipe. But I don't. I'm, I'm sorry on on Daniel. But I, I don't want to see it at light heavyweight. Well, I, Jones has wanted to move up to heavyweight. DC is more effective at heavyweight. Why at age 40 or 41 are you going to try to cut back down to 205? Well, and not only that, if DC, if if he beats Stipe this weekend, um, he's never lost at heavyweight. So why never lost at heavyweight? Never. So why would you want to go down? Want to go out like that? Because he wants to go down and win what he's lost. But I understand that. But it's still you and Jones. Who cares what weight it is? Yeah. I, I would. Jones wants to move up to heavyweight. At least he's been saying it. And there's not as many guys at light heavyweight for John Jones to fight. Who, who is there? <laughs> I mean, there's some guys left, but he ran through the division. Anthony Smith, fucking Thiago Santos. I mean, uh, Gustafson. Yeah. I mean, he's fought everyone. Well, let's see. Uh, All right, you got there's, a few there's other guys. guys coming up, though. There man. are. It's exciting. Yeah, Dominic Reyes, Johnny yeah, Walker, we'll, we'll but they're, they're not quite Dominic's ready for John Jones. Dominic's got Chris Wyman. Wyman's new to that division. That's right. That's um, right. You never know how someone performs until they're, you know, you see when it. When is I mean, that fight, Matt? Um, you, you think I'd know. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. Dude, I got, the one I got first, I got, well, I don't want to, I don't even know what's announced. So I don't want to say anything about anything. Is that, was that announced? Yeah. All right. It is uh, about three hundred. There's how many people watched it. What? What the fuck are you look? Oh, October eighteenth. All right, that's what it is. October eighteenth. Wait, that's a Friday. What the fuck is that? Where am I going? Is anybody know what fucking a thing is? It says right, uh, right up there. Friday, October eighteenth. Wow, on ESPN six. Yeah, but where the fuck is it? Does anybody know? Does anybody know where I'm going? You know, uh, it's in Boston. Oh. 
you can drive up day before. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm interested to see how Chris does at light heavyweight too. Yeah, I think he's gonna do amazing. Yeah, you know, but I, hey, you know me, I'm biased. Well, yeah, but I you mean, know? again, that weight cut. Uh, I, I mean, I know how hard it is just to lose weight as a regular guy. I'd have to fucking Aspen Lad. By the way, they have uh, removed. They they've they, uh, took her uh, bantam weight. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for here? What are you, what are you looking for? Her, uh, she can't fight. I, I'm, I'm missing the word because I'm a complete fucking idiot. Boy, and the paper is not in front of her. Her license, sorry, I couldn't. What happened to Aspen Ladd? Well, she, uh, she gained 24 pounds, 17% of her body weight. The day after looking visibly shaken during weigh-ins, she put on 24 pounds. A uh, day later, the fight was called at 16 seconds after she fell on one punch. And California can require fighters to change divisions if the weight gain exceeds 10%. If, it, if I remember correctly, that was a tad bit early with that one. It was early, but yeah. she still looked bad, but you're right. It was a little, Jimmy, that was early. she was recovering in her open guard. Agreed. It was stopped a little bit early, Jimmy, just a little bit. 100%. Just a little bit. I think she was finished anyway, but it was. It, well, you're right, it was. By saying otherwise, you're disrespecting her just a little bit. She's missed weight twice. You know, I've been watching Good. I watched Goodfellas the other day. It's in my head now. Well, you do. Well, wait, a little wait, out of order yourself. A little out of order yourself. <laughs> I love no, it. no, Frank Vince is so fucking stubborn. He's right. He's, yeah. Break no, up, break no. up my party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit party. <laughs> just, three like, of the guys just drinking at a bar. Two guys drinking as a balloon. It's a balloon in my party. Yeah. Uh, he will listen. He shouldn't embarrass them, though. Oh, he was just. A, well, I mean, he's a mobster now. He's not. He's not. He's, he's not shining shoes anymore. He's not doing that anymore. Maybe he didn't hear. Yeah. You know, because he went away. Maybe he didn't hear. Maybe he didn't I love it. He goes right, right, right away. Getting fucking fresh. The guy's a murderer. He tells him he's getting fresh. Well, when he went away, Jimmy, in his defense, he was shining. She was a little guy shining. He's trying. He was trying to say he's proud of him as like a mentor, but he did not know he was fucking with him. He was fucking with him a little, just a little bit. He was fucking with him. He wasn't proud of him. He's going, yeah, spit, spit shine, Tommy. These he's in with a girl. He was trying to make an asshole out of him. Keep him in his place. He, he, he sh you're right about the put. He, sh he should have put him in the trunk. You're saying. Yeah, spit shine. Well, I mean, you don't look, do that. You spit, know, uh, spit shine, Tommy. And then he goes, get your shine box. I mean, you know. Well, he told him to get the shine box after they almost got into a little something. Yeah. You know. But he goes, why are you getting all serious type of thing? You know. But anyway, Jimmy, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Right. It's Jimmy, could we take a little break so I could go? You uh, want to tinkle? I have to. How'd you know I have to tinkle? Let's go make. Right, Jimmy. All right, we're going to do our picks. Yes, we are, Jimmy. Matt's opening. <laughs> what are you opening? Oh, Nothing. That, that looks delicious. Oh, welcome. Uh, no, this Saturday, August 17th, um, of course, it is uh, Cormier against Miocic 2. Uh, first fight, really, really interesting fight, middleweight fight. Derek Brunson, Ian Heinisch. That's a really interesting fight. Uh, Heinisch's last fight was a unanimous decision win over Antonio Carlos Jr., and before that was a uh, unanimous win over uh, Cesar Freria. And, wow. Uh, uh, Brunson uh, had a, a unanimous decision win against Elias Theodoro, which I remember thinking uh, Theodoro, who had looked so good. Who had he fought before then? Um, uh, God, we've had him on. Uh, don't tell me. He was an awkward guy to fight, Theodoro. He, he's really great. You know? Yeah. But uh, I'm still going with my man Brunson. Yeah, I'm going to have to as well. I was very impressed in that Theodoro fight. Who did Theodoro too. fight right before him? I don't know, Jimmy. You know my memory's fucked. I know, so is mine. You know mine. what I mean? I remember shit, like from UFC number two I was talking about last the podcast when you weren't here. Elias Theodoro. It was Eric Anders, yes. There we go. Okay. 
Eric Andrews. Um, yeah, so I'm going to take uh, Brunson decision. Uh, Brunson second round stoppage. No, 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 no. I said I said Brunson Brunson decision. Right. I'll take second round stoppage. Oh, okay. Uh, second fight is Gabriel Benitez against Sadiq Youssef. Uh, great featherweight fight. They are uh, both coming off at least of two fights. Uh, the last two fights, they've both won at least two in a row. Um, 30 second, uh, 39 second knockout against Umberto uh, Bandene for uh, Benitez. And uh, Youssef's last fight was a uh, unanimous decision win over Shaman Rice. Huh. Right? It's one of those. Yeah. It's one of those when you're like, mm. I'm going to take Youssef by decision. You know what? Okay. You can't take that. Okay. I'm not taking that, Jimmy. You take that. Don't take it to the bank. I don't know. I don't know, Jimmy. I'm going to take Benitez is what I'm going to take, Jimmy. Guess how I'm taking it. How? Decision. Okay. I think experience is going to come in here, Jimmy. You know, he's got almost uh, twice the fights here. Around twice the fights. More than twice the fights. This third fight is very... Yuel Romero against Paulo Costa. Yuel's 13-3. Paulo's undefeated 12-0. His last fight it really... Uh, Uriah Faber looked very good in that... I'm sorry, Uriah well, Hall looked very good in that first yeah. round, if I remember correctly. Looked he really was. good and got uh, knocked out, I think, in the second round. Can I say I miss Uriah Hall? Can I do, just, too. I wanna, let's call him up. I would love to have him in. Yeah, he, he's really one of my favorite guests. I'm going to reach out to him. And Yuel has lost... Uh, his last fight was was a loss to uh, Robert Whitaker. A split decision. <sighs> Neither one of them has fought in over a year. Well, listen, man. I think Costa's tough, but I think Romero's going to take it with experience, I think, being the key. Um, second round, TKO. You know... I want to go with Romero because I like him so much. Yeah, man. Sometimes. And he has that almost that musical way of fighting. Like that, like he lulls you. I love explodes. you, Jimmy. That's how I'm going to say I love you for now. Like the way he says it. <coughs> I love you. I sound, that's a good impersonation. Look at me. I, I love you, Jimmy. Jimmy, look at me. I love you. And you do look like. I you. love you, Jimmy. Good? Yeah. Not bad? Not bad. Thank you. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> you were going to get through this. Who do you pick, Jimmy? Well, Romero's last two or three losses were both to Whitaker, both decisions. <sighs> Sorry. No, I'm trying to see. He has not been stopped by, with punches in eight years. I'm going to take Paulo Costa. Okay. By a second round stoppage. I think that the 14 year age difference between them is going to be a little too much. Even though Romero is so dangerous uh, and he hits so hard and he's so explosive, uh, I think that 14, that's a big age difference and they've both been laid off for a year. Um, and his last, yeah. Yeah, two out of his last, even though he did knock out uh, Rockhold. So, you know, he certainly hey. can knock you out. But I'm going to take Paulo Costa, second round stoppage. I just think that the 14 years is a little too much to overcome. It's a huge difference. Well. I'm a big believer thing. in overcoming shit, Jimmy. No, you are. You know what I mean? 100%. You know me. Uh, let's get to the nitty-gritty. It's going to be awkward picking against him. Because he's calling in. Because he's calling in. Anyway. Uh, Jimmy, do you prefer the barking stage or the singing stage of my um, podcast uh, career here? Whatever or, or stage is next. Whatever it is. 
is better than whatever it is is better. It, I would, it could be throwing firecrackers at me. <laughs> Jimmy. Pettis against Nate Diaz, co main event. Do you want to save this one for after we call so it's not no. awkward? <gasps> Fighting at Welterweight. It's not awkward because I think I have. I don't think to... he's calling. It's late. Oh, he's getting him? <laughs> I think I'm going to have to take Pettis because he looked. Right. Um, even the TKO against Ferguson with the doctor's stoppage was a, was a great fight. He looked good in that fight and, and obviously he knocked out Stephen Thompson. That was Thompson's first KO, I believe. Um, Pettis has looked incredible. I don't see him finishing Nate. Nate is just too goddamn tough. Um, he hasn't fought in three years. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take Pettis by decision. Nate Diaz, third round sub. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Possible. Hey man. Man, listen, what? Of course it's possible. Of course it is. <laughs> what the fuck's going on here? You know? What's up? Yeah. We, oh, good. All right. And then the last fight, let's pick. Miocic, oh, Cormier. I don't know what to do here. Dude. We'll pick after. Let's pick after. He people in suspense. Oh, man, dude. I don't know what to do with that. I have no idea. You know, I mean, damn. I don't know what to pick with that. I really don't. I, I, I mean. I like both of them. I know. Stipe's been at my place before, and I like Stipe. I like, first of all, I like them both. I can't go about that. All right. We have Anthony on the phone? Yes, sir. Hey, buddy. You're talking to uh, Matt Serra and Jim Norton. How Matt, you doing? what is up, homie? What's going on, Anthony? How are you, man? What happened? Late, uh, late. That's amazing, bro. What, late, late, late flight? <laughs> you got you running around all over the place? Bro, the, the 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 flight was crazy yesterday, but no, it was good. Like long ass travel day, but now we're here. Now you're here, and it's approaching. This is a huge fight, man. Huge. I mean, I, I don't have to tell you that biggest fight of your career. But you're, it, it's funny. You've been around so long, but it's almost like you're coming into your own now. That fight with Wonder Boy really sets you up for huge things. Yes, man. Big big fight. You know, that's why I took that fight. I think I'm one of them guys, high risk, high reward, and uh, I, it was just a puzzle that I, I knew I could figure out. Do you, uh, Nate hadn't fought in, th- I guess, almost three years now. And uh, after that last Connor fight, it seemed like he was holding out for the third Connor fight. And there was a rumor that he was going to be fighting for a belt. And then that didn't happen. What, why do you think he took this fight with you? Uh, and were you surprised that he actually said yes because he said no to so many fights? Um, I have no idea why he took the fight. Well, I, I know me and him have, we have, we have, we had some issues. Well, I thought we had some issues, but after watching these countdown shows unfold, it sounds like he's jealous. He was jealous, you know, and that's where his animosity came from when I was a champ. And I beat his teammate, Gilbert Melendez, you know, that's when we had our little, little, little bickering and argument should happen. But, uh, I'm not sure, man. Like, I, I don't know why he took the fight. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'll happily welcome back to the, to the welterweight division. And are you, uh, you seem like you're difficult. Some guys, cause Nate's very, uh, he, he talks, you know, and uh, I'm sure that bothers some guys, and it doesn't seem like that really gets to you. I love it. Uh, it, turns, it makes it makes me it makes me amped up, bro. Like for real, I had the best training camp of my life. Like I'm about to go shock the world this weekend. I can't wait. Um, and, and you want to stay at uh, at welterweight? You're happy here? I don't know, man. Like um, I'm 172 pounds right now, without even trying to cut. So like I'm I'm, I'm a natural, you know, 170s without trying to cut weight. Um, the reason why I went up to 170 is the log jam at 155. Like, there's a lot of guys that I've fought already. Like, I think I fought everybody in the top 10 at 155. So, uh, you know, I want some new challenges. 
some new guys and and you know there's there's some big names at 170 pounds man like really like wonderful like one of the guys I watched growing up you know coming to the kickboxing and tra- traditional martial arts world I, I knew who Wonderboy Thompson was. How much different did it feel at 170? The weight cut, the everything in there. How much oh, different man. did it feel? I felt amazing, bro. Like I didn't die before I actually had to fight. You know, at 55 I wasn't dying, but it was still a weight cut. You know, I think when I went down to 45, it affected my ability to two cut weight. Um, you know, I killed my body to go into 45. And uh, so, so going back to 55, it just felt a little off. And I told Duke, I'm like, man, I want to feel natural and I want to fight. I know when I trained at 170 pounds, I hurt people with my hands. And when I fight at 155 pounds, it's not the same power. And I, I notice it. You know, I'm like, dude, I'm breaking my hands when I'm hitting guys hard at 155 pounds. At 170, I'm dropping guys. So uh, that was a big issue. Now, you, you know, you obviously, you were the champ at, at 155. I mean, do you feel you should have done this earlier in your career, or do you just think this is the right time for it? Man, I think everything happens for a reason. You know, you, you know best, man. MMA is so crazy. Anything could happen at any given time. Um, I'm on a wave right now, and I'm riding it, man. Like, I, I, uh, especially like Nate Diaz. He he didn't he doesn't beat anybody at 170 pounds. Like, every all these fans are like, "Oh, Nate Diaz is a welterweight." No, he ain't. He lost to the, every every good welterweight he fought. He beat Conor McGregor, and Conor McGregor's not a welterweight. Um, and Nate Diaz has beat no one at 155 that I beat. You know, so it's it's just. I can't wait, man. Like, I just can't wait to go out there and put my hands on his feet. You know, now people they they. Uh, because you know, jumping off the that the the, the, uh, the matrix kick you did on Ben Henderson back in the day, and all your 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 you know your striking so dynamic that that's kind of what you're known for. But pe- I I'll tell you, the most one of the most amazing things I've seen is when you arm locked uh, Gilbert Melendez. I was like, oh, that's fucking that because th- nobody's done that to him, and he's he's a very yeah. good he's very good in jujitsu. How do you feel you match with Nate in, in the grappling realm? Well, I'll put it like this, man. Like, I've yet to have trouble on the ground. I've never been in one submission attempt. I've never felt like I was about to even get close to, to getting school on the ground. Um, I fought the best. I fought Charles all there at 145, so there's one of the top guys at, at, at um, Jiu-Jitsu at 145. Ben Henderson, Gilbert Melendez, Eddie Alvarez. Um, you know, you name it. I fought the who's who at 155 to get on the ground. Um, so I've, I don't really feel like... Um, Anyway, like, like their jiu-jitsu might be good, but I'm good at mixing my jiu-jitsu with mixed martial arts. Like, I'm attacking you while I'm falling to the ground and hitting you in the face, and I'm putting a triangle up. And I'm not setting up a, a triangle the traditional way. So I just like my jiu-jitsu a little different than everybody else's. Do you, um, do you believe in ring rust? Some guys believe in it. Some guys don't think it means anything. For Nate, it's been a long, long layoff. Um, do you think that affects a fighter, or, or do you think that has nothing to do with anything? Uh, I don't. I mean, I think it does affect certain people, but a guy like Nate Diaz, he likes he likes to fight. He doesn't mind bleeding, and he comes forward. Um, I would say money might affect him more than ring rust. Honestly, do you say money might affect him more than ring rust? Yes. Um, and do you like to lay off for a while? Would you look at a layoff like that as a break, or would it drive you crazy to not be fighting for that long? If I laid off that long, I'd retire. You would. Yeah. What's the longest you like to go without having anything? Two months, three months. Uh, and in that time, you are usually just kind of recuperating and just kind of relaxing, or are you already starting to plan and, and panic a little bit and go, all right, what's going on here? No, nah, it's weird, man. Like it, initially, like when I lost the belt and I was coming off that little stint of my losses, you know, I was I was rushing back to fight the best in the world, and I was like, all right, give me the next guy in line, next guy in line, next guy in line, um, and I just think um, I, I forgot to just get better. You know, I forgot to like go back to the gym and get better at what winning rounds and sparring, winning rounds in jiu-jitsu. I forgot to do that stuff, and I'm doing that again, and I'm back to like. 
I'm, I'm back to holding myself accountable at the gym, and then these fights are just effortless right now. I mean, even the Wonderboy fight, I had some adversity. You know, he was a long dude. He was tall, broke my nose. Um, but I just felt – I knew I had him. Like, even even after he broke my nose, I'm like, oh, this is coming. Like, I just kept chopping away at the legs, and I, I knew it was coming. You know, and you're in pretty good shape if you win this fight. And I know you're not – look, you can't look ahead of – Nate Diaz, but just you know, we can look ahead of him. And if you, I mean, you're you're number seven. You're kind of you're tied with uh, Wonder Boy for seven. There's, I mean, obviously, uh, I think Edwards and Masvidal uh, are probably going to fight next because it looks like uh, Covington is fighting Kamara Usman. So there's Tyron Woodley, RDA, and Darren Till. I mean, uh, one of those might be the next fight, and then after that, if you win, you may have a shot uh, at the belt. So I think 170 is probably a, a, a smart place to be for you. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I'm I'm in striking range of 155 too. So if anything opens up, you know, I'm I'm in a good spot. Let's just put it that way. But I'm in a really good spot right now. Yeah, some guys get like with the weight cut. Some guys feel like the extra keeping the weight on, the energy you have, and the lack of a cut is, is a bigger advantage. Even though you're fighting heavier guys, and other guys just just feel that the weight cut is better because they're fighting lighter guys. So for you, it has paid off where you're actually happy that you're staying heavier. Well, it just depends on fighting as well, too, right? You know, if I fight a wrestler at 170 pounds, I got to do this camp totally different than fighting ideas at 170 pounds. That's true. You know, I mean, that's what RDA had trouble with, you yep. know, moving up to, you know, dealing with the wrestlers. Yeah. For sure. And there's a couple of really good ones at the top of the division. Yeah, and I train with Ben Askren, so I know I know what the uh, wrestling feels like up there. How is he doing since that, uh, since that match? I mean, again... When a guy gets knocked out with a knee that fast, I mean, that could happen to anybody shooting for a takedown. So how is he handling it? How is he meant to, How is he doing? I think he's doing well, man. You know, Ben's one of them special guys, bro. He's just like, he doesn't really take stuff personal. I know he's pissed because he wanted, he wanted to be undefeated. That was his, like, goal. But, uh, you know, he's just one of the mentally tough dudes, like, He's special, bro. Like he doesn't he doesn't have to do the the same stuff we do to to perform at that level. Um, so he kind of took it in stride, and once you get, up, I think being undefeated well, he for talked, fi- he talked so much shit, you know, and I think he's just like, all right, I got to take this one on on the chin, man. Yeah. Like he he did it to himself, so I, I think it's only going to make him better, man. Like everybody faces that. How do you bounce back from it? Is what makes us who we are. And the best thing he could have done is what he did, and when he went on Twitter, he said, "Well, that sucked." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was pretty straight up. Exactly. Yeah. That's the best way you can handle a situation like that. So, what will you do for the next couple of days? Now that you don't have a crazy cut ahead of you, I mean, what do you got? Two pounds to knock off. So, what? What? Are the, what? A uh, one pound. So, what? What are the next uh, couple of days going to be like for you? It's going to be a lot more pleasant than it would have been down at one fifty-five. Oh my god! Like doing this interview, I'm just having a great time having a conversation <laughs> with you guys. Bro. It's just fun. Um, it, it's just. Uh, I, I hopefully more fighters do this, man. Because like, as fighters, we're doing this to ourselves. Everybody's trying to cut this. They're making a weight cut competition. And I, I bought into it, man. I went down to 45. That was the dumbest, you know, craziest thing ever. I, and I, I wouldn't take that back. Like, I had a great time fighting Max Holloway. I fought the best in the world at 145 pounds. Fought the best at 155, and I'm on my way to do it at 170. When you cut down to 145, you, you do that big of a cut, I, and you put weight right back on the day of the fight, the day before the fight. Do, do you get any amount of the energy you need back, or, or does the cut deplete you too much to have made it worth it? Uh, that one cut me way too much. Like, like I was fighting Max Holloway with no energy. Oh man! Like I, I hit him, and I could just tell. Like I had no power on my punches, no power on my kicks. Um, you know, it just I made myself look worse than than I actually really am by by depleting my body of all my my nutrients. So, um, it, you know, you live and you learn, and I, it, that's what the, the greatest thing about this sport is. Like we're all our own boss, our own teammates. I make my own decisions. I said I want to go to forty five. I did it. I lived and I learned and. 
we moved on. Now I'm at 70. Well, Matt has said a lot. You know, Matt Sauer here has said that the, the, the fear is not even losing. It's getting tired in the cage. That's, that's the greatest fear he would have as a fighter. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that's what happens when you, it's like a bad dream. Imagine like, you know, the world's watching you. You're hitting somebody and it doesn't hurt them. And you're yeah. like, what is going on? And that's how, that's how it felt when you, when you deplete yourself. And you know that if you can sense it, you know that he can tell. Uh, and you both know what's happening. It's not something you're keeping a secret yeah. from him. Yes, for sure. And, and, you know, obviously I missed weight, so he already knew I had a tough weight cut. And, you know, it's just like one of them, it, it puts you in a really bad spot, man. And it, it, for me, it was just like, I never missed weight my my career before that. And, you know, that, that's the reason why I was like, yeah, I, I can't do that to my body anymore. Well, you gave, uh, I believe that was Wonder Boy's first uh First knockout, uh, and you and yeah. you and you gave him that. So you look you look great at welterweight. Good luck, man. The co-main event. We're Thanks, happy bro. we got to talk to you at all against Nate Diaz, who people have been waiting to see fight for a while, and this is a, a really uh, a great fight. So uh, good luck, man. I hope you do well because I like to see you keep moving up in the uh, division. Yeah, say hi to Duke Thank too. You, give give uh, Duke a sure, man. All right, Anthony. Take sure. take care, Bye, Anthony. Bye, Cam. Listen, this is a fight that's yeah. a, anybody's dream, man. I'm looking forward to it. I, you know, now I feel bad because he's a nice kid. No, we like him, of course. Of course, we um, do. He's really nice. Because we were supposed to be an hour ago. I, but, I flew. Uh, I haven't slept. I know. I have no excuse. However. I didn't get to work out. I'm literally just stalling because I don't want to pick this. I don't I know, know who to pick in this main event because I'm picking against a guy I like either way. I know. And I, I'm, know. And I can't be confident in who I'm picking because, look, I know Steve got dropped in the first round of that first fight. And no disrespect to Cormier, but that's probably not going to happen again. I mean, Stipe's been hit by guys who, you know, he, he took Ngannou's shots. He's not a guy who goes down. He just got caught and, the, and he went down. I don't see that happening again. I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, look what he's done. I don't know. It's rough when, when someone's never lost. And they're both solid on the ground. They're both, but they're, it, you see, I want to see. I'm interested to see Stipe's uh, approach. Again, like his 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 camp, it's smart. They're smart, yeah. And they're not gonna they they knew, like what DC was pointing out on the you know he's not showing anything that they don't know that his hands were coming down after those after, in those exchanges when he was after an exchange his hands were coming down and, uh, in that when that when in that when he's that close to him, you know what I mean? It's a different yeah. it's a different threat than uh, even you could say somebody who's uh, arguably more powerful, which is Francis and Ganyu. Who's um, at, at a range? It's a different range, is what I should say. Because when they're in that clinch, a little bit of uh, separation, DC could land on one of those knock a, sh- a very short, yeah, powerful strike, where Francis would need more space. Right. You know what I mean? So, can Stipe is he going to try to is he going to just try to keep him at range? Is he going to try to mix in the strike uh, the the grappling like he's done before? Even if he doesn't take him down, try to put DC up against the cage. I, I'm thinking out loud now, Jimmy. I don't know what happens, and I really don't know. And again, I know uh, Cormier, <coughs> and they're both in the same age group. I think uh, Cormier is 40, 41, and How I steep. It's Jimmy. I'm thinking thirty-seven. Is he thirty-seven? Yeah, they're close. It's not a you know again with Costa and Romero, it's a fourteen-year difference. I think with these guys, it's pretty close. Oh man, thirty-six. Right. Now, this is the thing. Uh I'm gonna go. Oh, this is a rough one, no? Steve, people just remember him knocked out from, from D.C., but before that, look what he's done. Look what he's done. He look who out, he beat. He knocked out Verdum going backwards. I know. And then he look what he did to Overeem after surviving some shots. That's right. But 
DC's a different, like he's a, he's a it's different because you're punching down. Like it's, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I got, I know kind and of. And DC's a really smart fighter. He's very smart. But, he's, mm, all right, Jimmy. I'm going to say, you know what? Who do you think is going to win? I'm going to take Stipe by a decision. Mainly because I don't see him losing to the same fighter, no matter who it is, twice in a row. And I also think you're not gonna you're not gonna submit Cormier. You're not gonna knock Cormier out. Um, if you're going to beat him, it is just gonna be because you were able to outpoint him. So that's my prediction: is that DC, uh, uh, Stipe will win. It may even be a split decision. I think it's gonna be a very close fight because again, both these guys are so smart. Uh, and then I think after this, Cormier goes back down to light heavyweight to fight Jones one more time. I agree with everything. He just can't. He just can't not do it. He says he's not going to. It's bullshit. He can't not do it. He has to do it. I'm gonna say. Listen, and then Jones. Steve, if Stipe loses Stipe. twice, I'll be. You know, what I mean, it, it's 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 worse than if DC loses. This is how I pick. I don't yeah. fuck, I'm horrible. But I mean, it's hard with two guys. I'm who not are being so... a fucking analyst. I, I'm just. I yeah, just you are. I just don't want to hurt anybody's wrong. feelings. Analysts are wrong half the times anyway. That's right. Jim. Analysts are wrong all the time. They, they, you know, you know what? He's good on the ground. He's got a good pedigree. Yeah, Shut up. He got but... fucking knocked out in the first round. These guys, guys, how many times are they wrong? And Gano, big swinger, yeah, run out of gas. They might be wrong, but hurting people's feelings, Jimmy, is never right. I, I don't think you're gonna hurt anybody's feelings. You're right. When, when you give they a give reason. A no, they, I mean, look, I, I would t I would tell, if Cormier was here, right. I would do the same pick and give the same explanation. Yeah? Yeah. I just right. don't see getting losing to the same guy twice in a row. I think Stipe, you know, I mean, he's just too good of a fighter. I certainly wouldn't see Cormier losing to the same guy twice. I mean, even though with Jones, it's yeah, well, kind DC, of his. Yeah, DC never lost at heavyweight. That's, he's not. That's, that's, that keeps sticking out in my head, you know? Which means he either won't or he's due. Ooh, yeah, I never, I never know how to say. Ooh, I never know how to look at those things. Intriguing. You know what I mean? I don't know. I know. It, 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 right. It's a crapshoot. I'm taking Steve by decision. Um, I just don't see him getting knocked out again. I certainly don't see Cormier getting knocked out. I'm going by Steve by decision. Okay. So I'm copying you. Yeah, it's a very tough fight. Okay. But I wouldn't. I'm not going to be disappointed I'm, either way. I just want to see whoever loses. I want to see it be at least the third round, and I want to see a good fight. I don't want either one of these guys to be embarrassed. Um, I feel like singing. I don't want to sing. I'm trying to fight it because we're almost done with the show. Oh, we are done with the show. <laughs> I'm going to be in Maryland. That's fucked up. And I'm going to be in Maryland and then uh, Buffalo early September. I'll be in Timonia, Maryland this Friday, Saturday. So um, come see me Friday. We can all watch the fight on Saturday because I'll be doing my shows and running back to the hotel and watching this fucking fight. Well, Friday, uh, James Gonzalez... Um, this other kid, uh, Nas, tough kid. We got some guys fighting on the local. Circuit. Oh, good man! It's gonna be an AC. I think me and Longo, dude, are gonna be doing a fucking road trip. Me and Longo. That's nice. You know what I'm saying? I was about to say move all the Thelma and Louise, but nobody knows who the fuck they are anymore. Sure it's, they old, do. it's an old reference. It's a famous reference, though. Okay. It's a very famous reference. Well. I can't say it now because I just said it. That I wasn't going to say it. But anyway, I'm going to go with Longo and go corner some of my, my people. And then I'm going to come back and uh, I'm going to watch these fucking fights, Jimmy. You know what I mean? Jimmy? Yeah. I am too. <laughs> you want to say goodbye? Uh, let's plug the fights. Yep. Uh, this Saturday night, UFC 241 at the Honda Center in Anaheim. Prelims are on ESPN 3. It's 
uh, ESPN Plus, sorry, at 6.15, and the, the prelims on, or early prelims, and the prelims on ESPN at 8 o'clock, and of course the pay-per-view main event at 10 p.m. It would take a lot, Jimmy, for them to uh, drag me away from you. You know what, but I really did. Thank you very much uh, for Devontae Smith calling in, and thank you for Anthony pa- <laughs> Anthony Sorry, Hill? I couldn't make Anthony it through Hill? your name, Anthony. Apologies. Anthony Pettis. Oh, I'm so happy you did that. Me too. Jimmy, let's go to the uh, train together. We'll yes, let's do that. Goodbye. Hey, guys. Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must-listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.